Hello, thanks for tuning in to Learn, Grow, Succeed, the leadership podcast with me, Tom Hallett. This podcast is all about providing you with insights and tips to help you on your journey towards exceptional leadership. Hello and welcome back to the Learn, Grow, Succeed podcast with me, Tom Hallett. Oh, I've gone double named. Who are you across the camera? Alex Dinage. Alex Dinage, welcome back again. Um, thanks for uh, streaming, downloading, however on earth you're listening to us again. Um, we've had a little break for a few weeks, so nice to be back on the on the podcast this week. And um, Alex, I know the listeners can't see you right now because this is an audio podcast, not visual, but um, it, it's quite interesting that, that I think you've got Halloween in your house because um, and it looks like there is a Terry's chocolate orange floating behind your head. <laughs> when you say it looks like I've gone Halloween, in the actual frame of this Zoom call, I have one tiny pumpkin hanging, not real pumpkin, I'm on those decorative, like, I don't know, paper ones hanging from my ceiling. There is a lot more. I mean, obviously, for anyone listening, this would be useless. But if I was to adjust the camera a little bit, I have a whole host of ghosts, pumpkins, and ghosts also hanging from below me as well. So, uh, nice. yeah. Nice, but what you have just missed is my example there of what we're going to be talking about today. Oh, it was too slick for me. Too slick, because you know, telling you that that looks like a, a Terry's chocolate orange, somebody that doesn't know you might think, why has he got a Terry's chocolate orange hanging <laughs> behind him? So what I was doing was giving you a bit of feedback. I mean, that's true, and I did get feedback earlier this week that my ghosts look like something that I can't repeat. Um, so yeah, that's the second time I've had feedback on my Halloween decorations and I enjoyed it. Well, and, and that wasn't awkward at all, was it? It was so subtle. You didn't even know I was giving you feedback. And it was so productive. I now know whenever I look at it, I can, I can acknowledge the fact that I should probably say that it's not a chocolate orange. Yeah, definitely. And and don't get me wrong to anyone listening. That is a completely silly example of feedback. Something that is possibly one of the most powerful tools in your arsenal as a person as a professional um but feedback when the word comes up people think oh it's really awkward you know I, I don't like giving people feedback but actually if it's done well shouldn't be shouldn't be should it mate no and i can give some back not as slick now as i've just told you that i'm going to give it but your shelves and everything on them make you look very accomplished you've got a book you're a owner of book uh plant you, you have the responsibility of taking care of what looks like a well-nourished plant. And there looks to be some words and scripture there, which obviously shows that you can read to a good level. Yeah. It's also a plastic plant. So uh, cunning there. Ah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that is uh, what this week's podcast is going to be all about. Why your feedback is so incredibly powerful. And as I say, there will be a thousand things you can give people feedback on much more useful than what the background to your zoom calls look like. Um, but just some silly examples on, on how to make it not feel stupid. So let's pause for the jingle and get into it. Okay, Alex. So what is a scenario in life that makes you feel really awkward? Um, well, I, I'm going to go with the one that's in the blog. If you haven't read it, check it out on the website. Um, which is, yeah, absolutely. I imagine, Tom, 
you like uh, many people listening have gone temping bowling. Yeah, absolutely. My son loves it. Oh, mate, good fun. Many a birthday party spent at temping bowling. And uh, as you know, as a parent, occasionally you'll end up back at the lanes. And sometimes it's just nice to launch a ball at some pins. <laughs> and um, when you go in quite a big group, um, it's it's obviously good fun. It's uh, it's nice. It gets nice and competitive, I find. No one really that I know cares too much about bowling. But when you go bowling, bowling is the most important thing on earth. And if you're good at it, <laughs> you get to flaunt your skills, high five everyone when you get strikes and things like that. It's, it's quite impressive. But if you bowl and you do badly, like say this, you bowl, you kind of flirt with the gutter and you knock over like one or two pins. You've then got to turn around, right? And walk back to your seat. That walk, right, is the, the it's, it's just so full of judgment. And also just, it, it, there's no real way to do it. There's no recommended way to walk back when you've underperformed at 10 pin bowling. There's no high fives on offer. There's no smiles. People are just looking at you like, oh, well, that just happened. What do we do now? <laughs> like, it, it's, it's kind of like a shame. It's like the catwalk of shame back to your seat. And usually if you've got like a drink or something, that's usually when you drink it to kind of cut through the awkwardness to make yourself look like you're busy and you don't care. So um, before we have to change this podcast into one purely dedicated <laughs> to temping bowling, um, <laughs> so the, the short story is when you go bowling, it's really awkward when you walk back to your seat, right? Not when you get a strike. When you get a strike, there's hugs, high fives, people okay. congratulating you on something that really doesn't matter. Okay, so here's the kicker, right? You've done a slightly dodgy shot. You're walking back to your uh, your seat. Mm. You think it feels awkward. Does anyone watching you think it feels awkward? Probably not, no. They're too busy judging me for it to feel well, awkward. Maybe on your shot, but the actual walk back to your seat is not awkward, right? No. And to bring it back to the, the point here, that awkward feeling is probably one that's dreamt up mostly in your head. Because actually walking back to a seat, no one cares how you walk back, particularly if you've done a really bad shot, because that's all they're thinking about. Absolutely. And could I say, if someone had ever taught me how to walk back to my seat effectively after failing to bowl well, it would also feel less awkward. Yeah. So I'll teach you to mean moonwalk later. Um... <laughs> Quite an overreaction to knock over one pin and then moonwalk back. <laughs> no, just always moonwalk back. So anyway, we are, as usual, going off on a, it seems like a tangent, but to bring it back, uh, this is an example of, of, what feedback can feel like we think giving feedback often people think giving feedback to people particularly when it's developmental feedback so i.e areas which could possibly be changed or done differently um people just assume it's really hard to do it's really awkward people are gonna not like you for it therefore you avoid it and you and you and you don't do it um but the reality is most people probably don't think it's awkward like the bowling example and actually more powerfully is the fact that feedback is a gift so if while you're walking back from your bowling someone actually said to you why don't you try and hold the ball slightly differently then actually they're giving you feedback which is going to make you improve next time and then that's the power of feedback right mm, yeah exactly so well exactly like what you said there and like i said a minute ago if you had a method for walking back from your difficult bowl which didn't make it feel awkward maybe you wouldn't feel that feeling obviously so and the same with feedback maybe the reason you feel awkward is because you're not quite sure the of the best way to give uh, feedback that's going to be the most beneficial to to the party receiving it 
Um, and also as well, yeah, if you're not sure what to, how to give it, it could be quite clumsy. You might say things that you don't mean to come across a certain way that might sound like criticism. Because yeah. I think that's the thing with developmental feedback is that it can often be uh, mistaken for criticism, especially when it's not given in, in an effective way. Yeah. Um, but also, I think it's important to think about all the things that you and the other person will be gaining. Because when you know the the why, as we often talk about on this podcast, when you've identified your why, um, it's it's becomes a lot easier to power through with the actual action because you you understand the point of it in the first place yeah so what we're going to go on to now and i promise there will be no more references to bowling at any point i'll do my best um, <laughs> what we're going to cover for the rest of the podcast is the power of feedback you know why to do it why to practice it so that it doesn't feel awkward why to practice it so you know how to do it really well so it doesn't feel awkward what we're not going to cover today is the the structure for giving feedback um we often use things like the bio model for feedback in uh, excel and in our programs um we're not going to cover that in any detail today there is a video on the website on it we'll hyperlink to it and if you really want a podcast on how to give feedback we'll do it just let us know but today it's it's why to give feedback so let's get into those what's the first reason now so the first one is i think the most obvious and possibly you know, the, the main reason we ever think about giving feedback and that's to impact someone's personal and professional development. What what you might say to, so if I go back to my example of my Halloween decorations, I might now look at that pumpkin and go, do you know what? I, it, I don't feel bad about the feedback I was given. I think that was quite helpful. I'm now going to upgrade my decorations and do better. And in this instance, you know, you might have done something and it might be an area which you've not even thought about. And someone might say to you, have you thought about this? Because currently this is happening or, or whatever. And it would then give you a, a, an accurate roadmap as to how to get from point A to point B. And also, you know, you'll see through the feedback as well, how impactful it has been to get you from point A to point B. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think I can, can really add much to it. You know, if you give someone feedback, they can choose to use it or not. And if they think it's beneficial to them, then you're you're helping them grow. You're helping them to be... To, to do things in a slightly different way, which may be better, may not be, but at least they'll have learned something along the way. And uh, so, so yeah, really powerful. And this could be on silly scenarios that are, are less important or less impactful in your life, like what's behind you. It might be on something that could absolutely revolutionize someone day or month or year or, or their life, you know, who knows, who knows? Well, and I think that the key is as well, is like you say, it could be a turning point. It could be on something that's in someone's complete like blind spot in terms of areas that they're even aware that they need to develop. But what you're giving them is specific and personalized, which is more than they could probably give themselves. Yeah, for sure. So the next one is probably slightly counterintuitive to that awkward feeling that we, we talked about at length at the start, which is giving feedback can really, really help to grow relationships. And this is, again... I think everything here is it can be applied professionally certainly but it can also be applied in your normal life but what a, what a fantastic way to grow a relationship with someone in that giving them a gift of something that can improve their lives mm. and like if you think about feedback kind of beyond the words that someone's saying like what's the what's the feelings that you get i mean obviously someone's taken great care and attention to to notice the thing that you've done in order yeah. to be able to give you relevant feedback um, it does grow a feeling of respect and trust as well, because if I'm if I'm thinking 
this person's given me really good feedback here that I can use in action. Like automatically you will just feel better about that person because they're, they're helping you and they're, they're giving you direction, um, which can quite often be quite difficult to find on your own. Yeah. Um, I think the joy of this as well is that feedback as well in the retrospective, once you've done it and, and maybe then gone on to do the things that have been recommended, it, it can, you can see how much it shaped the person that you've then become, which then also helps grow that relationship with the person that originally gave you that piece of advice. Yeah. Yeah. And I hadn't thought of it that way is, is how it, it does show that someone's taken an interest in you. You know, it takes time to observe something you can give feedback on and it takes time to give it. So you know, you're giving giving that to someone, which is fantastic, giving giving value to people. Absolutely. And, you know, like like we've said in the past, it's it's just as easy. Well, sometimes it's easier to not give feedback because, you know, that awkward feeling like we mentioned or many other reasons. But actually by giving it and, and committing your time and attention to to actually help someone out in that way. Um, I feel like it's something that people will appreciate now, obviously, when it's given, but also, as I say, further down the line. And you know what? We're looking at this from the person you're giving it to's perspective, but actually, selfishly, and what you were kind of touching on before is if you give someone feedback and it really helps that person, that that's really good for you. You know, if I don't know, you're in a sales scenario and you give someone a tip on how to tweak their proposal or uh, how to say something differently and then they win from it, you know, that feels good as well. You've done something to you can see your your clear input into into the success of, of them so well especially if it secures a uh, a team bonus that definitely would feel great <laughs> from a selfish <laughs> point of view <laughs> <laughs> um the next one a feedback super motivational yeah um you know i we've spoken about this a couple of times before that when you're interested in something when you're passionate about something and then suddenly you find ways to improve on that passion or to explore it further or, you know, you've got these really accessible ways forward that you can begin to to develop yourself. It, it's incredibly exciting. And plus, you know, without feedback, it's very hard sometimes to find that direction and find these ways to go and, and get really specific with these areas that you want to, to that you want to identify uh, for your development. So. I find it incredibly motivational when someone potentially, if I've done something goes, have you, have you thought about this? Or have you looked at this person? Or have you thought specifically about this? It then makes you want to just immediately go and do those things. And I think for, for someone who maybe is a bit, you know, stuck in their development, isn't quite sure where to go next. You know, your, your words of feedback could give them that, that I was going to say punch, not a punch boost that they need. <laughs> I do think, um, Obviously, I completely agree. Feedback, incredibly motivational. It is one where you probably need to think about whether it's uh, directly reflecting on yourself or the feedback of the environment, uh, not the feedback, sorry, the culture of your environment. Because I think for it to be really motivational, you need to make sure there is that balance of different kinds of feedback. Mm. Um, there has to be all that positive feedback in order to give those golden nuggets of development and i know you know there there is an old school old school sandwich way of doing it where you give a good piece and then a bad piece and then a good piece um but um i think to for it to be as as motivational as possible you have to, you have to make sure you are giving uh 
positive feedback as well as the developmental for improvement. If it's pure developmental all the time, it can grind people down. So you need to make sure you are reflecting and telling people about the things they're doing well, as well as areas for improvement. Oh yeah, that's a that's a fantastic point to make because yeah, like you say, to be constant hit by developmental feedback, you might just be thinking to yourself, but there's just no pleasing this person. Yeah. <laughs> My son at football practice at the moment, and he's, you know, he's six, so he's, he's still getting to do it. And, you know, there is a thousand areas in which I could suggest he could improve. Um, but if I just hit him with those, it would have the opposite effect. Whereas when I tell him all the things he's good at and then a couple of pointers for which he can work on, that that makes him really excited. So uh, when when we get, I don't know, 10, 15 years into the future and he is making his uh, name in the... Uh in the beautiful game we can we can cut back to this moment and your feedback giving abilities is the turning point <laughs> this is the moment things change <laughs> maybe we'll see <laughs> <laughs> well remember the timestamps of this clip um okay so set a valuable example uh, is the next positive um so and, and this comes back to that culture piece we were just talking before if you are a leader a manager um, whatever in the environment you're in and you are giving feedback that is creating or starting the way that can can mean you are in a feedback culture where everything is just it's open and an honest environment um mm. so yeah giving it is setting a valuable example for those around you yeah and it's interesting that you said wave because i find that with this particularly if you give an example of great feedback giving to someone they might then feel encouraged to do that to others and it will then just constantly keep happening quite like waves. Um, you know, I think if you're, if you're trying to build a culture of feedback giving and, and, you know, help people helping other people to become better versions of themselves, then it is, it's a great thing to role model amongst people to teach people as well, how to, how to give feedback in the way that you have just done. And, and quite like before with the motivation, this could also motivate people to then help other people in the way that you've helped them. Yeah, a bit of a tongue twist to that, but I know what you mean. <laughs> um, what it does flow really nicely into actually, though, is, is the last point um, that we've got on why to give feedback, because we're saying it can lower the risk of, of, of conflict. And I think that is the most, that is powerful when you are in that culture that, that where everyone is happy and open to give feedback with each other, because then you never really should get to the point where conflict happens because by giving early feedback on something, you, you should be able to stop it happening. And that is if you're in that open uh, culture of, of honesty and feedback. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's like what we've said before, what happens when you sweep loads of things under the carpet, you get a lumpy rug. So, you know, don't want one of them. And it's best to, like you say, sometimes if you, if you can get these conversations done early, and like I say, through the methods that we got on the website for feedback giving, they shouldn't be as awkward as they may seem. Um, you can you can then make sure that people are aware of certain things that might be causing conflicts um, and, and just create some openness. Because, you know, ultimately, when things are left, they can they can marinate in quite a bad way. And yeah, it's just best to get them out in the open and make sure that you're avoiding like levels of morale and and disharmony plummeting because they, they don't have to, that, that only happens when things are kind of left to get that way. If you can, if you can get there early and do the things that would be most effective in that moment, um, then yeah, you can cause, you can cause, well, you can stop a blaze becoming un uncontainable. Um, that was a tongue twister. 
so many metaphors flying around so many um as well as my team's pinging uncontrollably in the background so apologies to listeners for that i couldn't hear it although although mine also did that earlier in the podcast so i'm happy that i couldn't hear yours (laughs) because that also means you shouldn't have heard mine yeah absolutely so that is a, a long windy road uh on the power of feedback um we would love feedback on this this podcast, so do give it to us as well. Um, I suspect one of them is we have said the word feedback so many times. I reckon we've probably said it about 300 times in the last 20 minutes. <laughs> um, but I'm going to finish with a challenge. If you're one of those people out there that, that the word just makes your skin crawl a little bit and you sort of tighten across the shoulders, the prospect of giving someone feedback, Go out there and practice it and and just pick positive feedback to start with. Go out there and I don't know if you're about to go on the school run, which I am in about five minutes time. You know, when you see one of those mums and dads that you, you normally see, you know, have a look, really think about it. What 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 can you what bit of feedback can you give them which can brighten up their day? Um, and work with all those positive ones, which are definitely not awkward, and then start building up to how you can uh, support people to improve too. Absolutely. Can I can I add a second challenge if that wouldn't be too much? Oh, go on then. Oh, if you can manage it, try your best to open up a window on your laptop. Move the mouse onto the download button for the bio model infographic <laughs> that we have available on how to give feedback. Uh, if you achieve that challenge, you'll be rewarded with a fantastic infographic that will give you everything you need to know about how to effectively give developmental feedback. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note thanks for listening and uh speak to you next time bye bye bye